everybody. Welcome to Yeah, but still, um, we have well, we were we have two of three special guests today. Um, returning champ Will Meniker of Chapo Trap House, salute, and um, first time on the pod Matt Chrisman. Hello, welcome to the pod. Uh, welcome to Yeah, but still, we were supposed to have Felix. Uh, he's currently missing in action right now. Okay, I, I would like to explain this, um, you know, for people who aren't familiar. Uh, yes, like, you know, Felix did agree to do the podcast, but um, he hasn't shown up because it's it's a problem with his alarm clock. And I need to be very specific Wait, here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I need to be very specific here. Um, uh, Felix's apartment is essentially like the castle that the Beast lives in, in Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> in that all of his appliances, like, talk to him and hang out with him and sing songs. But as such, they none of them work or do the thing, the function that they're actually designed for. <laughs> so he's, he's, you know, he's staying up late. He's, like, he's talking to a candelabra. He's, he's hanging out, you know, with his coffee machine and things like that. They're singing, they're dancing, but when it comes time for the alarm clock to go off, it's just, it's not, nothing's going. Nothing's happening. And, Can you know, I? he's just... Can yeah. I give the the listeners some context? Uh, it's it's 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> I've already gone to the farmers market today. I've I'm 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 fucking I'm I'm doing I'm is doing that big Things here today. Is what? That, is yeah, that yeah, yeah. It is allowed. Yes, it's like a socially distanced uh, farmers market. I okay. want to make that very clear. Please don't call the cops on me. Yes, I did sort of you know, handle all of the vegetables. No, I did not buy them. But going to the farmer's market is really just about, it's about vibing. It's not about shopping. So we'll see if, uh, we'll feel like, see if Felix joins us at any point. Um, but, you know, I, I, maybe he'll come in as a surprise guest. But either way, welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, Matt, especially first time on. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We've, uh, we've avoided coronavirus talk pretty much exclusively on this podcast. Like, Tried to not talk about it at all, but this week, uh, this week I feel like it's actually really, really hitting for me in a way that uh, is starting to break my brain. Uh, how are you guys doing over there in New York? Well, we are here in the Corona capital of the world. Uh, I think it's uh, fifteen thousand fatalities so far, and you can Jesus. be sure that that number no, it's like is 20. probably. Okay, so you, and I'm saying it's probably it's actually probably more like forty or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a bit surreal, but you know I, I would just like to you know report to all of your listeners that New York City is still the number one city in the world. It's still the classiest of coronavirus. City in the world. Yes, number <laughs> yes. one at dying of coronavirus. <laughs> number and one, new- number one at dying of a thing that other countries have shown you absolutely don't have to die from just because you <laughs> live in a city. New York says, ah, we'll see about that. We're special. We're different. We will guarantee that you die of this disease because of our <laughs> absolute inability to fucking function as an as a goddamn no, just, infrastructure. Well, New Yorkers are you know we're we're a special breed. We're a little bit tougher. Yeah, a little bit grittier than the rest of the country. You know, so special, it's, but definitely it's, specialer. Definitely, it's, it's the it, went to yes. went to school in a in a shorter bus type specialer. Yeah, you guys. You guys might even have a different strain of the virus. It's like a New York style coronavirus. Yeah, it's a it's a New York style coronavirus. It has a leather jacket. They they put different water in the coronavirus over there. Yeah, it's got the thin crust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you. you, I mean, like that's the thing, though. Only in New York, right? Only in New York (laughs) could you get the New York style coronavirus. You know, where your toes turn black and fall off. (laughs) 
Um, but you know, it's just at the end of the day, though, it's all about it's all about the Yankees, the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks, the Mets, the coronavirus. Yes, okay. That's what makes New York special, dude. I, I went over to Chicago. I tried the Chicago style coronavirus. It's not even coronavirus over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, over here, no, they, they, I mean, we're yeah, all, things are going great. Yeah. It's, um, this week's been starting to break my brain a bit, but not like re- the reality of the virus. It's just like the stupidity of the situation. And, um, one of the things that broke my brain was, um, I mean, I've been feeling much more isolated this week. I've been fine otherwise, but yesterday, uh, kind of in the middle of it and the middle of being just like extremely bored and going crazy, I hear the loudest sound ever which kind of panics me and I immediately realize it's like jets flying over and I run outside and it was like too late to even see the stupid flyover that they're doing. And it's like, that was like the only thing that happened yesterday and I missed it, but it's just like, <laughs> it is, it's, we're living in a time where it's like, we don't have widespread testing. They haven't figured out pretty much anything. So instead they're just flying planes over us. It's like so fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, the, stupid. The blue angels. Yeah. Well, no, we have the Thunderbirds. They have the blue the angels. Thunderbirds. There's, it, there's yeah, multiple I, I, groups of fighter jets flying over the country. Hey, look, you, we, everyone's <laughs> whining about the Blue Angel flyover, but just be thankful that it's not uh, it's not late enough in the game that it's actually dropping the daisy cutter from Outbreak. <laughs> oh, I, was kinda, I was sort of hoping it would be. I was well, like, <laughs> I mean, give it a little time. That might end up being the only solution they figure out for New York. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, as long as they don't, as long as they drop it on Manhattan, you know, Brooklyn, baby, Brooklyn, that's number one. I, I, uh, I you know, I, mi- I saw the Blue mi- Angels way back. As a child, yeah. on Air Force bases, dude. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; I'd, I'd never complain about seeing a plane. I like seeing. I'm an Air Force brat, and I uh, respect the Blue Angels. I respect the Blue Angels too. The- it is funny to have it like regularly, though. Doing it one time no, it makes sense. Stupid as fuck. Doing it one time makes sense. Having it like happen multiple times is really funny. It's just like we just gotta keep showing these people the big planes, and they won't be mad. It feels well, like the planes are taunting us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting out of the house. They're doing something. Yeah. They're not bored. They're flying in formation. Yeah. Um uh yeah, when the when the Blue Angels did their New York City flyover, uh I slept through that because like like Felix, you know, my alarm clock didn't go off that morning. But I don't know if you guys heard about this, and when I read about it, I swear to god, I thought it was fake news. I thought this was just someone having a laugh. But the um the commercial airline, uh, not not even the Blue Angels, but the Jet Jet Blue, yes, wanted oh. to like uh, you know sort of like show New York that it still cares and that like you know it, it, uh, as far as their their commercial routes are are coming back and they're there for the people of New York and they were going to do that by flying um, a couple passenger jets very low to the Manhattan skyline. <laughs> so insane! Just like, oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, that that that's you know, yeah, that's how they're gonna so sort of eat, soothe the jangled nerves of a traumatized population. <laughs> so you know, they're, uh, they're insane. now now making connections now making connections at the Chrysler Building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's going to make people feel nice and nostalgic. They'll think about, oh, 9-11, the day when only 3,000 people died once instead yeah. of every single yeah, day exactly. for three months yeah, in a times. row. Oh, God. Remember that when you were, you were pretty sure the next day it wasn't going to happen again because it was already <laughs> fucking crashed into? Oh, yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I'd say I'm surviving. It's just like, uh, you know. Even once you get over the the magnitude of the virus, then you have to kind of uh, grapple with how dumb everything is right now. 
Like, um, oh, it's yeah, yeah. Did you did oh, you get the, that like Apple News uh, notification this morning that was like the very very messy ways this pandemic could end? Plus a simple delicious meal plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. That's like that's one major Plus, aspect of how insane recipes. this shit is. Oh, there's more. No, no, no. <laughs> it was. Oh fuck. The con- the connection's bad. Basically. Sorry. All right. Okay, so I mean, uh, I feel like cooking is how a lot of people are doing this. I've been doing a lot more cooking lately, and you know, fellas, if 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 you know if you know if you know any females, you know that you know like like a female trait right now is making bread. They love it. They can't stop. They love that sourdough starter, and like you know, fellas, if you're baking bread right now, that's a female trait. That's <laughs> sus. <laughs> that's mad sus. Yeah, men buy bread. No yeah, homo, exactly. I stay not, making we bread. Eat, we eat the bread. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we make the bread. Uh, no, it's um, it's been funny to live through this too because just to see these like massive headlines next to the dumbest things in the world, and also like in the very peak, like the early stages, um, when people really weren't sure what was going to happen, kind of like before the shutdown, and there's a very real possibility that this would just be like the end of our society as we knew it you know when everybody thought that it was really before we flattened the curve or anything there were still like hashtags trending where they were like wishing various actors from the star wars franchise happy birthday along with like the coronavirus shutdown stuff (laughs) so it's like it's made me realize that like every single sci-fi movie we've watched where it's like people facing the apocalypse is so inaccurate like uh well, yeah, because I mean, the whole process of the whole purpose of culture is to just destroy your imagination that anything can any ever be different in any way than the way it is right now. Yeah, and so that means you can't imagine the end of anything. So you just you just keep you keep believing that everything's going to be the same until it just can't sustain itself anymore. Like, if there were, really was like a zombie outbreak, that would be number two trending on Twitter is like zombie apocalypse, and then number one would be like wishing gal gadot a happy birthday like <laughs> in the middle of everybody dying oh bro you brought up i'm i'm very glad that you brought up gal gadot because did you see what's happening tonight oh yeah Her did you see what's and tonight willie on cnn you see that fucking lineup yeah let's read this lineup do you have it's it handy a, it, i thought you Bill were posting clinton. it i thought it was bill clinton and gal gadot were the headliners but what's the event yes Oh, the event is right here. Um, let me see. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a. Uh, it's for the. It's for class of twenty twenty. Oh, it's these. Gra- it's like these sort of like yeah, you know, like Zoom graduation speakers. Yeah, class of twenty twenty in this together. Gal Gadot said it is a true honor to be a part of this amazing event, honoring all the twenty twenty graduates who are unable to gather with their classmates due to the pandemic. Big congrats to all of you graduates. You did it. Class of 2020 in this together will air Saturday, May 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern on CNN. This is the lineup. We're talking President Bill Clinton, Amy Schumer. Okay. (laughs) Jason Alexander. Okay. Okay. Gal Gadot. Okay. Jack Galinsky. Okay. Henry Winkler. (laughs) Alex Rodriguez. A Rod? A Rod. Post steroids. Post steroid scandal, A Rod, Keegan Michael Key, <laughs> Anthony Anderson, Sarah Blakely, and Karen Al- Allen. Not familiar with performances by Yo Yo Ma, 
Bozzy and Foster the People. Foster the People is a really hilarious final uh, final act. That's uh, real, a very, real quick, uh, Brandon, Karen Allen was yeah, from fucking Raiders Indiana of Lost Jones, Ark. you goddamn zygote. Damn, dude, I didn't know. <laughs> fucking Honestly, Starman? Shut the fuck up. I didn't know who that up. was either. <laughs> well, Listen, you shut the I just you I didn't shut know. the fuck up. This is, uh, you know, <laughs> these are all, all people that uh, high school grads will appreciate. Um, high school graduates definitely know who the Fonz is. Oh yeah, well, they should Alexander. Be for they should know. Statue of him in fucking Milwaukee. Or they I know mean, him they as have... Barry's acting coach. Yeah, yeah, maybe they know him from Barry. Yeah, that would be even more bizarre. It's like, oh yeah, the acting coach from Barry is going to speak with uh, Bill Clinton. Well, uh, you know, do you guys, Henry, you guys know who um, disp- Henry Winkler has had a great career? Oh, he's a legend. Generations. Legend. That being and said, I, I don't know if a eighteen-year-old knows who he is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. Like, he's yeah, an absolute I'm legend. A, I'm, I'm a 27 year old. I didn't know, you know. Care. Also, fucking yeah, Foster the People. They had like a hit 10 years about uh, 10 years ago about like a school shooting. Yeah, be, there were big hits about a school shooting. It would be, be the equivalent of like our graduation. Somebody from the show Taxi or like Laverne and Shirley <laughs> is like speaking. And uh, hey, well, yeah, you know like, what? If, if, right. if that if that's someone from the show Taxi was Danny DeVito. You're, that, you're, now you're talking that's, yeah, something yeah, different. Yeah. that's for dads and grads right there Hell yes. uh, real quick uh, <laughs> do you guys know who uh, my graduation speaker was when who? I graduated college Tim Russert I mean I'm dating myself wow. because he, this was when he was still alive I think this was about a year before he was uh, before, before the head of his, his head popped off oh wow <laughs> the fire and, hydrant and of blood that couldn't be contained by his <laughs> giant head anymore <laughs> And uh, the, the the funny thing about um, Russert speaking at my graduation was like you know I'm I guarantee it was like you know tw- like you know I don't know fifteen twenty minute spiel that I'm sure he's given a million times before, and my guess is he was paid like at least fifty grand to do it, and uh, I was like so you know I he 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 gives some canned stories about like Big Russ and you know James Carville and Mary Matlin that was what I remember, and uh, that night. Um, I was like, you know, out, out having like, you know, a celebratory dinner with my parents and the restaurant we were at in Saratoga had like a TV over the bar and like the local news came on and they were like, coming up next, Tim Russert speaks at local graduation. And we were like, oh, wow, we're going to get we got some news coverage of our graduation. And then when the story came out, it was that he spoke at Union College, which is like a half an hour down the I-87. And he doubled up on the same what? day. And did two, two wow. graduation That's speeches. That's loyal. And and he probably made like a hundred grand or whatever. And then, funny, funnily enough, the year before that, the graduation speaker was the journalist David Halberstam, who uh, was then also very shortly thereafter killed in a car accident. Um, so I was thinking, like, yeah, like the the, the Skidmore commencement speaking uh, gig is 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 a real kiss of death. This so, is a real. Uh, this might have been really uh, President Clinton, for you. Gal Gadot. Please, please do not address. The grads of Skidmore College. You were the, you were betrayed the, the by the you. you were betrayed by the media at a young age, you know. Yeah, I've, I've had a yeah, I've, I've had a I've had a, a jaundiced view of the media ever since then. You know, it was like that. It all Iraq started there. War. You liked him originally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you liked, liked him, liked and then you're like, he betrayed. He what? He two schools. Yeah, exactly. When he was just when he was hosting Meet the Press during the height of the war on terrorism, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this guy is trustworthy. I, I enjoy his calming dad-like presence on television." And then when he betrayed me 
and at the most important moment of my life, aka my college graduation, uh, that's what soured me. And that's I've been a socialist ever since. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, damn. That's uh the commencement. The commencement is hilarious. Which what's the one that Barack Obama is doing? Is this like the JV version? Like a uh, little St. James University. It's no, a, but, but Obama's it's one of those great book schools. He's doing one tonight, though. A lot of the ancient Greeks. <laughs> but isn't uh, Obama giving a commencement speech tonight as well on national TV? If I, they I, are, that I, I really shows yeah. you that we need to get sports back. Yeah, it's like a big <laughs> yeah, deal. So I, that's pretty fucking boring. It is. So it's like, is Bill Clinton competing with him in the same slot? Is what I'm wondering. You know. I don't Probably know. No. separate separate slots. I'm assu- I mean, Obama's not gonna fucking compete with this line. This lineup is bonkers. Yeah, it's hilarious. Jason yeah. Alex. Jason Alexander. I guess like kids watch Seinfeld. No, dude. Why don't they what? just get the, get them like Charlie XCX or something and like a TikTok girl? If kids, that's if what they kids want. Are, like. I don't know. If kids are watching Friends, they're they probably want, watching Seinfeld. They want Damn Daniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Get Damn Daniel them, uh, commencement speech. Damn in the, Daniel in the, sigh. <laughs> in the absence of sports, though, I am gambling on these uh, commencement addresses. I've uh, I've staked out like a trifecta box um, uh, <laughs> position <laughs> on which anec- on which anecdotes Barack Obama will will bestow upon us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was uh, in the back of uh, the limousine, uh, <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, "Trick, uh, you better show me that money." <laughs> uh, would you like to uh, go around the world, or would you like lips or hips? <laughs> uh, let me be clear. I'm, o- I'm only offering one. Uh, no kissing. <sighs> anyway, boys. Uh, otherwise, you're surviving well in the. In the state of things, well, I, yeah, I mean, it's sort of similar to you, Jack. I feel like I was um very confident in how well I was doing with all this, but I really feel like I have hit some sort of wall of just how fucking bored I can be before losing my mind. And it's like now it's just like I'm, uh, like it's just I'm like I'm I'm ready to die now. I'm ready to be bones in the ground. And I, I'm just like I'm I'm re- I'm ready to go home. You know? I feel and that I'm, too. I'm, I'm sick of this shit. You know, something that is really wearing on me lately and i feel like you guys might be able to articulate it better but it's it's very weird watching um watching the president kind of act like a a passive observer where this is all happening to him uh it's like kind of been driving me crazy and like reach like retweeting people who are complaining about like the states being shut down as if he doesn't have power to do something about it you know well yeah i mean like uh i mean i don't know if like you know he he can like he can demand that governors reopen their states you know before they're ready to do anything about it but like you know i don't think he can like i mean yeah like no, well certainly he can't like he can't necessarily force them but it's weird he's taken such a position where he's well, no, like yeah. acting like he's part of the protest as yeah, if he's no, not but, like, president um, i mean like the weird thing with him and i guess like just um yeah the the, the this this coronavirus shit has like you know really really underscored that is yeah like he does interact with his own presidency like he's watching it on tv yes <laughs> and and like he's he's commenting on it like he's it's a tv show he's watching and i think that's basically how he experiences life now is like the most famous person in the world it's hard to deal with psychologically because then like when he does that it's like 
if if things are bad, it's at least you could like look at something or some person and be like, okay, they're not doing a good job. But he's also complaining about the job not being done well, and it's like just also a complete like, circle. Obviously, with like you know Trump being president in you know the, the apocalypse certainly seems appropriate. But like, I mean, I think I think at this point, like, you know, seeing how everything's shaken out, like, can anyone is anyone really confident that if like Hillary Clinton were president or just anyone other than him, like this country's response would have been any fucking less flat footed? No, I don't like, think so. I, I, re- I really doubt it. Like, I no, really doubt because it. they would have had the same issue of how do you keep the stock market up? How do you prevent there be a spook on the market or people dropping out of the retail sector uh, against what? Maybe this thing kills a bunch of people. I mean, at the time, they're always going to make the choice to keep to pervert, preserve what they imagine is the short-term benefit of the economy. Especially, imagine Hillary Clinton going into her last year in office, knowing that if there's a recession before election day, she's cooked, and she gets some guy saying, "Hey, there's a Chinese virus." They're not going to freaking uh, batten the, the hatches immediately. They're going to try to slow roll it as much as they possibly can until they realize it's too late, and then it doesn't matter. That would have been the exact same thing. I mean, you wouldn't have had the specific idiocy of Trump like a child thinking, well, if you don't test people, then you don't have then you don't have the the uh, the virus if you don't have a positive test. Like, yeah, that's a, like he's, an actual he's like, that. like a medieval villager would imagine. <laughs> yeah, if you don't go to the doctor, you can't get cancer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, that, that was that was really funny when Trump was that's like, specifically yeah. Trump. But like the, the the incentive structure would be the same. Maybe this thing is a bad thing, but when has it ever really been a big deal before? Remember swine flu? Obama actually got criticized for overreacting to swine flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember at the time because it ended up not killing that many people and there were a lot of side effects from the sort of hastily uh, manufactured vaccine. Uh, so they're not going to assume that this could have happened. They're going to assume it's another thing that we could manage. Certainly not something that they would sacrifice what, she's going to sacrifice the chance of her re-election? Because she knows, get this, this is the best part. If Hillary Clinton, even if she knew this is a thing that we need to concern ourselves with, she would also know that if she did the necessary things to prevent uh, it from spreading to the degree that it has, then people would never know how dangerous it was, and all of her actions would look like huge overreactions that hurt our economy and our freedoms. And she would have been... Uh, defeated in a landslide by anybody yeah that's true i mean i don't think anybody necessarily could handle it much better i think everybody would have fucked this up any of our our previous options the non-fuck up button it doesn't connect to anything in this country yeah it's just for show so if anybody I mean, had yeah. pu- pushed it at any point, it would just make a little clown noise. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's a, psychologically a really chaotic time to live through right now in terms of how media operates, though. And and oh, I yeah. feel like there's less things to distract yourself with now, and there is a certain level where you need to kind of check in on the news just to find out if you're allowed to go outside. Where it's like you're relying on it now, and it's even more chaotic than normal. And <laughs> speaking brain of um. Speaking of how um, uh, just sort of um, uh, yeah yeah strange it is like like and 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 just sort of destabilizing uh, like it is to experience media now. Uh, Matt, I, I know you noticed this, but like I I, I need I think it, I think it needs to be addressed. 
the uh, the 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 season finale of the blacklist that they made into like half oh, CGI God, graphics. Gave Did you guys chills. see that? Did you guys Wait, see that? What? No. Please no. Oh, God. Okay, are, are, you, are, are you from? Are you familiar with, uh, I think it's like the ABC show, uh, The Blacklist, yes, with like James Spader? I, I so, love the posters for it with his fedora and like the smirk. James Spader as Captain Red Redding or something like I'm, that. I'm not, He's got a I'm dumb not name. familiar I've with watched, this program. I've watched a few episodes. But I did not see the finale. It's, 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 it's just like, you know. Okay, uh, you like, guys, I'm actually going to have to show you the clip because you need to see it. Okay. So okay, what happened is that they were, this produced, they were in production of the season finale when the, the whole uh, Hollywood shut down. And so they needed to put it out there because it's TV, you know, it's the end of the season. And they did not have any footage, so they made an animation to fill in the gap. And they put it in the actual episode. Oh my god! Holy shit! Please, please I'm send to find, Jack. Yeah, let's, DM let's it to me, Matt. I'm going to DM situation. it to uh, what's the show account? No, DM it to my personal. I sent you the Zoom link. Yeah, over yeah. It. Okay. Um. One oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, it'll take me a second to find this. Let's see. There it is. Oh wow! Hold up. Let me get my screen sharing going, boys. Yeah, need, share I some think screens we need to, on this. We need yeah, to, this uh, needs to be experienced together. by all. This needs to be. This shared. is when I realized that how far we're willing, we're going to be able to go in terms of normalizing mass death. Yeah, the degree <laughs> to which we're going to be back to normal with a new normal of oh yeah, there's like a one in ten chance that you will die if you leave the house, but that's just a new thing you have to worry about, like school shootings or car accidents or global warming. It's just a new thing that we have no way of doing it, nothing to do anything, no way to fix. Okay, so this is it. I you like, guys they were yeah, able yeah. to they were willing yes this is it they put this on oh, television the season finale the fifth season people love this show I mean the kind of people <laughs> who watch network dramas love this show okay here we go yeah so that remember it's a normal show and then it cuts to this oh no <laughs> okay okay but I yeah. need you to know I love you very very much no please my girl no. <laughs> mom oh honey what's wrong it's daddy. I talked to him. Honey, you need to see your phone. Watch. And then it goes back to What the fuck? And then it goes back to the regular program. What the fuck was that? Are you kidding me? Put that on NBC. Wait, the animation was so bad. It that looks is, like a PlayStation that is the level 1 that we, are willing, that we are able and willing to just assimilate normality. That yeah, is how Brandon, fast we, we can hyper-normalize. That was, your description's accurate. It, PlayStation yeah, 1, it looks like, it looks like Shenmue. One cut scene. It looks like a scene from Shenmue, but worse. It's like, it looks like that and, um, oh my God, what was that? What was that shell, uh, cell-shaded movie that Alex Jones was in in like 2004? Oh, Waking, oh, Waking Life. Life. Oh, I was yeah, actually thinking of a life. different one, but Slash yes. a Scanner uh, Darkly. Scanner Darkly, that's what I was They're thinking They're both of. by Richard yeah. Lechlader. They use the same animation. Uh, it's like thoughts. that. Way worse than a Scanner Darkly. At least, oh, like, way that, worse. That's Wait, like, I'm no, like... that's like rotoscoped. Yeah. That, like, looks beautiful. Wait, this, this is looks disgusting. Like shit. I'm looking that's at it now. I can't even tell what this is made out of. Like, what is the technique? It's like, um... It's almost like... They use like an auto trace tool on like actual video <laughs> clips or something. I'm yeah, but so like, confused. Yeah, I mean it, that would look way better if they did that. Did they warn people about this? 
<laughs> like yeah, at the no, beginning like, of the episode. Yeah, like, definitely yeah, yeah. Offend some sort of uh, disclaimer. This is so uh, warning. Warning for uh, for to, uh, warning tonight's tonight's showing of the blacklist may cause extreme dissociation. <laughs> you know what? Go, uh, reminder. That- reminder. Uh, NBC is a broadcast network, therefore free to view. This is free <laughs> entertainment. You can't get too mad at us. Remember, this is free. You did not pay to see this. It's um, yeah, that did that made me feel like I'm like I was like in a K hole. Yeah, it made me feel insane <laughs> yeah, yeah. watching that. Like I've lost Can my mind. Can you imagine mind. if you were watching it? How many people are just immediately think, "Oh, I'm dying." Like acid, I have acid flashback. Yeah, I am having a stroke right now. No, for it's real. Like, yeah, you're you're experiencing Jacob's ladder when you're watching yes. that clip of the blacklist. Yeah, I wonder how many family annihilators just destroyed everyone and they benwad their household after seeing that. Just thinking, oh well, I guess this is the end. There's there's <laughs> so I, many I versions. Looked into of- the go ahead. I mean, oh, I was just gonna say, I, I looked into the eyes of God and He told me to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so much of uh, oh, mainstream God. media has failed to adapt right now. And um, I feel like at least indie podcasts have done a decent job adapting. Granted, it's a little easier, but quickly adapted. But like, even like some of the talk shows have done it better than others. But a lot of them, the result is just like it's very weird. It's almost I'd prefer them not do it at all. You know. Well, I mean, actually, like you got you guys have a very good resource right here. Speaking of speaking of how talk shows and and, and TV variety shows are adapting to this, because. You know, Matt is a sort of like the the boy in the film Come and See, but for the but for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. And you've been yes. watching the Zoom Saturday Night Live, which is somehow oh, it's even, the worst thing they've ever done. Even bleaker than what oh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's so much worse. I realize I I the reason I watch Saturday Night Live is as much as we joke about the trauma. I don't get mad watching Saturday. I get. I get mad sometimes just by how lazy it is, but mostly I'm baffled. I'm always engaged in some way. I'm never sad, though. That's the one thing I never feel watching SNL. And this, this is deeply depressing. Just the, 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 just the whole premise of we're going to pretend that this is the new thing we do now, even though this whole premise of the show is we get live on stage in front of a bunch of fucking Yahoo yokels to do uh, catchphrases <laughs> at for 90 minutes. Uh, they're like, no, we're going to turn this into these bleak little homemade uh, YouTube videos that have this suppressed mania and, and, uh, and like hysteria that makes it feel like they are videos that terminally ill people make for their kids to remember them by. Oh, my God. I mean, I haven't yeah, I mean, watched I, any of it, but it does. I only watched they the need first to stop. one. Until they can go back to being SNL, they, they need to stop. And if that means cancellation, well, then that is literally God in the form of a world-scouring fucking uh, outbreak telling you to put it up. End it. I did. I only watched the first one, but I, I saw uh, there was an Alec Baldwin as Trump call-in where he, he says, Covfefe 19. Oh... <laughs> I mean that that one's just sitting there. It's just yeah, it's begging, teed up. begging. It's just yeah, it's not, begging to be uh, to be manifested into reality. Uh, I mean, like the the one thing I remember is like the when they premiered it, like the cold open was uh, Brad Pitt playing Doctor uh, Doctor Fa- Fauci. Yeah. And oh God, that it, was awful. Just, that was one of the yeah. worst I've ever seen. And, and I at guess the end just, of it, he actually took off his outfit and said, from Brad Pitt to the real Dr. Fauci, on behalf of America, thank you for your oh, wisdom. Thank you oh, for your calmness. Oh, he actually God. does that. 
I know. And it's like, I think like, this is the asshole who stands next to Donald Trump every day yeah. while he says insane shit and just doesn't yeah. do anything. Which, how does that not just tell you, trust me, he's, everything's fine? He's not on your fucking side. He's trying to keep you calm like the fucking cow you are before they load you into the slaughtering chute. <laughs> He's like, he's like uh, Temple yeah, he, Grandin. Yeah, they, he's trying to figure yeah, out yeah, a way to like say. keep you nice and relaxed, so when the bolt goes in, you don't spoil your meat with too much cortisol. No, but yeah, it's like um, it, 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 it's part of, it's part of this bizarre thing that's been happening, you know, in, in the Trump era, but like you know more so now under these heightened conditions. And like Fauci is like the perfect example of it. We're like. Uh, everyone who who's against Trump, like the resistance, has got it, it's this weird, like signaling they do, where like like they they latch onto a figure that's like the manifestation of competence and everything Trump isn't, but they also want to fuck him too. Yeah, and that's why like by by Brad Pitt playing the guy and like Fauci's like some little Italian gremlin. He's just this like little old man. Like nobody <laughs> wants to fuck this dude, but like all of a sudden now people like I I swear to God. I saw today they now have women's underwear with the, uh, Fauci and Andrew oh my Cuomo's God. names on it. And it's like Andrew oh Cuomo, one of the one of the ugliest men alive. Like I mean, <laughs> he, just, he, just, he looks just, like it, fucking it, Bowser with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, I think he look he looks exactly he looks and sounds exactly like Mo from The Simpsons. Even with <laughs> Mo's, yes. even to put them in the same category is insane because Dr. Fauci. I mean, even if he's like worshipped too much, he's had a career of like making breakthroughs in health and doing good work. You could say that like he deserves respect. Andrew Cuomo just does like four hour Twitch streams on the news. And that's it. Fucks things up. And, like, yeah, I, and is and yeah, and, and like I said, is presiding over the world's single worst outbreak of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's the craziest thing is that there's no there to support. It's literally all you are admitting that it is spectacle. You are admitting that he's on TV and he's just so soothing. Not like those Trump press conferences, because my cultural. Uh, my cultural vocabulary sees Trump's press conferences as gaudy and fraudulent and, and embarrassing, but they see Cuomo's as reassuring and competent. Is, That's guess what? Guess what? Republicans look at it the exact opposite way, and you're both saying that the only thing that matters is how these fucking people make you feel, how, how, their, how their presentation just, of, of of power makes you feel. Forget how they've actually performed. Forget that they're presiding over the most botched response at the at the national and state level that you could have. Yeah, it's very weird. What were you saying, Brandon? I heard you talking over there. I mean, it's just it's it's literally all tone. Yeah, like it's literally like all people care about is just tone. Yeah, like they don't. I mean, they don't give a fuck about anything else. It's literally just like, oh, that guy is polite. They um. In the early days of the corona, I was doing really long coffee sessions in the morning, like four hours of sipping coffee. And I would go, I would like turn on the TV and I would see Andrew Cuomo mid-speech. And then I would start to do stuff and I would like do errands, like several activities, come back hours later and see this man still talking on CNN, like four hours deep into it was like, like basically what has become like a Twitch stream. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo, don't you have something else to be doing, man? Like, what are you? Why are you still going? He's streaming more than Hassan Piker is. No, yeah, he is like putting uh, up Hassan Piker numbers. Yeah, and you know, like, and, and I don't know. I mean, like, it's like for listeners, like, uh, uh, not in 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 New York State. Like, I mean, just just to underscore, like, a, 
New York has like far and away like the, the highest concentration of like cases and deaths like in the fucking world right now. And but like also like his model of leadership here, because like I mean I understand like psychologically the need for people at a time like this to just sort of like 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 grab onto like any any figure of like that 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 shows like any level of like competence or reassurance like it's just driftwood and a shipwreck yes. that you're clinging onto like to fucking not like just go under, but like Cuomo even outside of the atrocious response of the state state government. Um, his like the actual way he's governing right now is to um, immediately go back on campaign promises, like things he, that he said, like oh, we're definitely doing, which were the legalization of marijuana and the end of cash bail in in New York State. So like he's he's explicitly reneged on those two things, and it's like marijuana, whatever we can wait for, but the cash bail thing, like the the actual like function of that is to keep thousands of people in Rikers Island which is like has the worst outbreak in the world like the highest concentration of it is like is a literal death house of people just awaiting trial of like you know 40 50 60,000 people on Rikers Island right now and on top of that has just announced the other week that he is turning over essentially all of New York's public education system to the Gates Foundation and Eric Schmidt of Google doing like a textbook Naomi Klein shock doctrine shit to just privatize New York's public education and healthcare system Jesus. in the midst of this crisis. And like his whole thing is just like, oh, well, you know, we've realized that like, you know, kids can just go to like, they, it doesn't need to be a building where kids go during the day. They can just hop on Zoom and like a screen Mooks, will tell baby. them. Exactly. The, the screen will tell them, to, will both surveil them and give them tasks to do. And I just really feel it's like, it's it's so fucking bone chilling to me because I think that like, this is the model of education that like the whole charter school, like education privatization uh, movement has been has been building towards for like, you know, the last 10, 20 years now. It's like, this is the model of education that they want because this is the model of future, like ch- child to citizen to like worker that they're trying to create just atomized, totally unconnected, no no social intelligence or like friendships or like life experiences. Just you sit in front of a screen, it surveils you and then gives you tasks to do. And, and like that's never it. Have any that's context. education, yeah. You never have any context for that experience outside of it. So you can't compare it to others. You can't make any sense of your own condition. You just become a part of the machine, like in a literal sense, is that you have been re- stripped of your discretion. You're just, uh, just sensory response, just pleasure and pain stimuli like a fucking Skinner box. Dude, I think we should all surrender to the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, got, it's gotten very good. It's gotten very good. Um, it's gotten too good. But, How you know, I mean, like... It, oh, go ahead. It's just like, yeah, like, like, like the thing with, like, uh, with, with Cuomo and Fauci is, like, just, like, these, these, these desperate attempts to just sort of latch on to any authority figure as representing, like, so, what we hope our fucking our government would be able to do to like protect us or care about our lives but like it's it's so perverse now because it's manifested in this like bizarre need to like want to fuck them too yeah like it's it's, it's it's not just like oh like here here he's the competent good doctor i also want him to dick me down i also want i want him to get up in my guts I want him, and, and if i'm a guy i want him to play catch with me like my dad never did yeah you can't just simply <laughs> yeah. appreciate somebody <laughs> And Matt, it's like you were saying about Fauci is like he is the guy who is like 
the the only guy who's at like that highest level of authority who's like able to stand next to Trump who's not the my pillow guy. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? But like, but, and by and like I'm sure that he all these people hate Trump and think he's a disaster. Fauci is vouching for him. Yes, exactly. More like Dr. Fauci. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing, it's like I like I'm sure he is like like theoretically in a vacuum, like someone I'd want to be in charge of this way more yeah. than I don't know, Steve Steve Mnuchin or something like that. Like the the producer of Suicide Squad, who, you know, would be happy to just, you know, shovel us all out the door and back into the, the work camps or whatever. But like the thing is, Matt is exactly right. He's still standing next to Trump and essentially endorsing like at, at no point is Fauci gonna stand next to Trump and when it's his turn to be on the mic, just be like, um uh please disregard everything this insane yeah. man just said. He's <laughs> yeah. trying to kill you all like don't you get it this is a madhouse people you you blew it up they blew it all up you bastard but like Hessen like, at the end of but Planet he, of like, the Apes made a fa- he he made a face it's it's hard I can't even oh, imagine yeah. the line he has to walk though. yeah because I mean I'm sure he knows that if he if he slipped up or even like Badmouthed him one time, he would immediately get replaced by like Jared right. Kushner, sure, Kimberly sure, Guilfoyle. But like, would it, yeah, I know, but like, wouldn't that be like a more socially useful thing if he just made a show of getting fired or resigning because he's like the the guy I'm supposed to be working for is just like the most clueless ape imaginable, who's like just just venal indifference to human life and suffering makes my job essentially irrelevant. Isn't that the first rule of medicine? Do no first, do no harm. Well, he's doing harm by fucking, uh, you know, uh, take, you know, essentially co-signing this fucking uh, atrocity. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I think, uh, I think he's doing what he can. I'd rather him walk the line and try to help the best he can. But wh- how is he epic. helping? I guess is the question I have. I mean, uh, where I'm not seeing any help in the form of this doing anything other than everyone's... I mean, the real failure is that the only reason we were supposed to be in quarantine was to buy time to affect a response. Some sort of contact or tracing system, some way to allow, or some way to replace the market if we can't do that, to replace uh, the retail sector. One thing or another had to happen. One wasn't going to happen because... They're, it's not in their, uh, the interests of people in power to do it that way. Uh, and the other didn't happen because we don't even have the mechanisms anymore. We don't have the industrial plant to do the sort of you know, uh, uh, World War II-style mobilization, even if we had the wherewithal, which we don't. And so that time was wasted. And now everyone is sick of being indoors, and they're going to go back out. But we have not done anything to make them going out safer. Absolutely. So that time was totally wasted. And Fauci was there that whole time patting our heads and telling us it was going to be okay and that our sacrifice wasn't in vain and it was because the whole time no one was doing anything to put us in a position to deal with uh, even now forget about a month from now and that means that that was that's on anyone who allowed that to happen so it was on him to as soon as he realized who he was dealing with at least try to give people an idea of what the fucking crisis is and maybe say something. It wouldn't necessarily mean anything because everything is so cocooned and you know everyone's partisan beliefs. Obviously, Fauci would have just been written off as a Democrat. It wouldn't have mattered. But there's still this naive uh, faith that there is a plan, and I think he's largely responsible for that. Yeah, I don't. I do not believe that there's a plan at all. It's, and I, if he's not telling people that, then that is a greater irresponsibility and a greater violation of his oaths than anything else he could do. 
Yeah, that's a. I mean, it's it's a tricky one. But Matt, we do have the planes. They figured that out. Yes, we have the planes. <laughs> well, they're gonna start sp- spreading the cab trails, dude. <laughs> How what long if they could put the va- what if what if what if they could put the vaccine in the chemtrails? Yeah, Pro- problem solved. Exactly, yeah. dude. How long ago or, was it where we were in Vegas? Or oh my god, dude! Not long. We, we're in dude, Vegas. It is, night before we, it, Bernie it, it, was. It, it was like two months ago, <laughs> and I swear to God, we were talking about this. Matt and I were talking about this the other day. The oh, just like our last day in Vegas. We were at like the Bernie victory party. Bernie had just crushed the Nevada caucus. And we were standing outside. It had just rained in Vegas. And then there was a full rainbow oh over the entire city. Across and, the we were like, and we were like, you know what, guys? RIP double rainbow. <laughs> you know what, guys? I was like, I think things may be getting better. I think we may have finally <laughs> turned the corner. And it's just like, and then I just like, you know, like we, we were filming all of this and like when we finally put it out, like we're going to like, we're just like going to end with that scene and then just hard smash cut like two months later. And then it's just like, God the screen damn. is just a, a like, like a, like a zoom and we're all in our own little video boxes going, yeah. Um, <laughs> so not only did it not get better, it got like a million times worse. Infinitely. Infinitely oh, worse, yeah. but like we I remember that feeling like, owned oh, in unison. Yeah, owned. Yeah, and it was just like I was just like, you know what? It really feels like we're finally going to do it, and like you know, like we like something good is possible. Yeah, and it, it was, was just, like nope, ah, the world, nope. the, all, all is coming together. Yeah, that was pretty I mean, funny. I, yeah, that that mere months ago, I you will especially you were getting extra spicy, like I you you were definitely like. You were feeling gassed up and like you're real gas. So, right? Yep. <laughs> like, you know, Bernie uh, went, you know, three in a row. It felt like, okay, we've got this in the bag. And then, you know, pride goes before it, the fall. It, yeah, no, we got owned, it, yeah. frankly, as we had coming in a literary sense. But well, yeah, I mean, like, it's like the hubris. ancient Greeks believe that, like, the, the worst thing possible is to ever let the gods know that you're happy. Yeah. That's, and, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, like, you know, I, I obviously I, 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 I was getting high on my own supply, but, you know, I mean, it was not a totally irrational thing to believe at the time. It really did no. seem like, you know, like we we had the momentum and it was just like, um, yeah, like that, they, that you know, our, our uh, you know, that, yeah, that we had this like it, it was just it, I, it seemed I realistic. Was it was, the football. Wait, so let's yeah. let's let's um refresh me a little bit, too. So let's run through a different scenario, though, because um. Where would we be? When were the caucuses, or not the caucuses? When was the convention going to be? Pretty s- well. I mean, they're uh, claiming they're still going to have one. It's supposed to be in August in Milwaukee. August, but I doubt it's going to occur. Because I mean, even if you know, even if circumstances were different, it would have still made for a really difficult situation. Like, let's say that people didn't, they didn't do the the schemes, and uh, they didn't coalesce around Biden and drop out. And if it was still like a Bernie. Like a fair Bernie versus Biden or Pete or somebody else uh, run towards the convention and then coronavirus hit. I mean, things still would be looking bad, you know? Oh, no. The coronavirus is just the black swan. Uh, shout out uh, Nassim Taleb that just wrecked everyone's shit. I don't think anyone's, uh, anyone's predictions for anything survived first contact with that. No. But yeah, it's, it's unbelievable how fast things changed. Yeah. No, we were quarantined. We were we were the first stay at home order within thirty days of the Nevada caucus. Not even Super Tuesday. 
The Nevada caucus. Oh my God! Yeah, that was a that was a big high moment for us. Yeah, I saw you guys at the floor the casino, uh, yeah, no, on top was, of the world, pure energy. And now yep. here we and are. Was, yeah, and you know, I mean, I I, I I don't regret it. You know, it's like that Hunter Thompson thing about you neither know, we do riding the crest of a high and beautiful wave, and then I guess yeah, like it did for them, it finally broke and rolled back. And standing in Vegas is where we saw that high water mark, just like uh, HST did. Yeah, it's it's um, it's weird the what the quarantines made me realize. I I find myself like I'll I'll think about I I do miss normal life a lot, but it's hard for me to pick out like what specific things I want right now. Like if if somebody were to give me a choice, like you could go do anything right now and experience anything, it would be it would be difficult I mean, for me that's to pick. Very easy. What would you pick? That's very easy for what me. Would, I mean, stand up. Do a stand up set like. I very much miss stand up okay. like a lot. Like it's definitely been like I mean that is it's it's just like okay one of my only passions is just like I I probably can't do it until at least 2021. Yeah. And then like I I don't know, I went to the grocery store with like gloves and a mask and like had to wait in line and then I just like lost yeah. it when I got home. I was just like this is this is this is fucking insane. Like I'm I'm just you know, I mean, yeah, I it's miss just going to the grocery store without gloves. Yeah, and, like, and I'm, I like, see, see you know. yeah, gloves, gloves and a mask suck. But like in terms of shopping, the worst thing is when you get done shopping and get back in your house, you have to like disinfect each of the fucking things that you've bought and like, I don't yes. know, like, like wipe it down with the, the the Clorox wipes or whatever, and like that takes fucking forever. It's just a pain in the ass, you know. And I guess like I, I don't know what I would be doing like specifically, but you know what I miss is just uh, my my homies. I, I miss embracing yes. them. I, I miss looking into their yeah. eyes. I miss clapping them on the back heartily. I miss uh, clapping them on the cheeks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I miss clapping with my homies. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's just, um, it's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not the most uh, active person otherwise, but I, I, I yeah, like I, I want the option to like go outside or do something. Or That's kind of what it is or, or whatever. For me, it's not like, like I, in that scenario um, that I play through in my head where I could um, could be granted a single night, you know, my first instinct isn't like a bar with my friends. Like I, w- I could deal with not having that. But it's weirdly, yeah, like simple things like just going to the grocery store normally or I want to go to like a yeah. coffee shop and just sit there and just be regular. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just like, a nice... I, I I was never really that much of a bar guy, but I always liked having friends over. Yeah, and you know that like I mean New Year's Eve, fucking Will, you made a nice nice pork roast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we all had a we all had a night. You know, I that missed, was delicious. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I don't know. I like uh, I don't know. I don't want to go fucking. I'm not gonna let the let the virus paranoia like wreck me, but. I'm not gonna like pretend that like no, oh, it's like it's like basically the same. It's like basically the same for me. <laughs> we, like I'm not gonna fucking like be that guy. We were that guy for a little bit, and I was that guy like initially. But when I well, it was when I ign- when I ignorantly thought it was gonna be like a two week hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was one of those fucking dummies. I think was like oh, this will be. 
Uh, vacation. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's okay. what's, and that's what's psychologically, I think, like the worst thing about this, or like what's the the hardest thing for like people to deal with, is not so much the, um, you know, sacrifice or just like break in normalcy. It's it's the not knowing when it's ever going to end. It's not having like right. any like deadline or like 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 you know at, like end in sight. And like what we have now is yeah. this weird thing where like, you know, like yeah, they're basically going to end depending on what state you live in, like like these lockdowns, and they're just going to go on and probably spike the virus where it happens. But then, like, I'm sure it'll, like, there'll be a lull in the summer, but then, like, most things I've read seem to project that it's going to come back just in full force in fall and the winter as well. So, like, we're, you know, like, looking at, like, you know, just an, in, an indefinitely changed state of affairs where it's going to be this, like, half real, half lockdown thing where where everyone is just sort of, like, kind of deciding for themselves like you know to what extent they're gonna like you know half-ass it or just not do it or what extent they're gonna put themselves at risk physically weighed against their own sanity of just like not doing anything being indoors all the time i uh i wanted to make a point but when before matt what would you pick in that scenario you get to do one thing out outdoors anything you just like you get to have one night you can do whatever you want I would like to go to yeah. I'd like to go to a a, a party. I'd okay. Like to go to a, a crowded event with a lot of people hanging out. Okay. Um, I think I was gonna say I think uh one of the most psychologically um difficult things to grapple with for me is like the idea of if you lose a whole summer and potentially a whole year, like that's one thing to just do nothing that whole time, but to have your life pause for that length and create like a a clear midpoint that gives you that much time to consider what you're doing it puts like a lot of choices in front of you that i don't think most people are ready to like face that directly and especially like a lot of stuff that you were doing before it's like you would have to really go and restart it you know and i i've had to like kind of take inventory of like okay what do i actually want to keep doing uh when this is finally done you know and there's so much stuff that is like is that really worth restarting what am I going to do after, you know, I have to, and I find myself thinking about that constantly. I mean, pre, I think pre COVID, uh, I think like having the kind of schedule that allows you to like spiral existentially was like a privilege. Yeah. That was like a privilege afforded to only like what, like podcasters or comedians or whatever who like have like a very loose work schedule where, and you know, like, they they can afford to like be like oh what am i doing like what's you know what is this what you know whatever but now like everybody gets to experience everybody it. gets a taste yeah everybody gets a taste yeah and like and, and overall like <laughs> that does concern me as well because i don't know like culturally like as a people I, I i don't know like too too much self-awareness could be like a very dangerous thing for the american public i like yeah. I, I, I i don't know where that's gonna lead well, and now it's real, you know, before like those existential crisis moments are like, you know, they could be a lot of factors, but here it's like, it will be a restart and a start and starting from square one for a lot of things, even if you were progressing in like your career or whatever, it'll be a restart for a lot of things. So it's like, okay, do I want to con- restart that or do I do something different? You know, cause it's been like a year off season, you know? Now many people, this is a rare chance when the entire country is like forced to take a, this huge break, you know? 
We and need to bring all they're back gonna do is man on the street pranks. and angrier. Okay, wait. Speaking of man on the street pranks, did you guys see this thing where this fucking like Instagram comedian in New York just like dumped this giant thing of cereal on a full subway car and milk? Yeah. And yeah, so like cereal uh, and milk on a subway car, and he was like, "Whoa, like, whoa, so someone help me put my cereal back in the, in, in the bucket." And like, this is like a subway car with people like in PPE, you know, you know, braving public transport to go to fucking work. And this yeah. asshole this is just mid, dumps mid like COVID. Yeah, no, th- th- this happened like a week ago. This yeah, is like, no, everyone's this wearing is a mask like, yeah. with him, and he's got this giant plastic uh, bucket of cereal and milk, and he just spills it all over the ground. I would have uh, beat him to death. Move away from I would have beat him yeah. to death. No exaggeration. And, and like he, <laughs> right yeah. now, he's the, the fact that the people yeah. didn't beat him to death proves that the idea that New Yorkers are a bunch of like violent psychos that are wildly rude is insane. Because in most countries and in most places, he would have <laughs> rightly been killed. Yeah, Brazil, he would be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. No, New York, New Yorkers are like uh, 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 crushingly polite. I guess or just. Unable to like or, uh, to deal with or notice such a a, a violent um, assault on social norms, and like it's just this fucking asshole was just doing it for fucking likes, and it was just like no, oh, no one's gonna help me uh, put my cereal back in the bucket, or oh, why is everyone filming Man. me? And it was just like I saw that and like I wanted, I like I he should be sent to like a, like a penal colony or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Or just like, or, or just like, sent to work working in a hospital's morgue right now without PPE. Yeah, that's like the type of thing that makes you reconsider your whole ideology just to adjust things so that he gets punished. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like I, open I carry harshest, legal in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I want the harsh. I want the full weight of like the carceral state to come down on this asshole. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have attacked just seeing him pour cereal into a big bucket on the subway. Before he even did anything technically wrong, I would have just met, been mad at him being that random. Right now, I'm not. You know, I'm not ready to to deal now with randomness. Now is not the time to. Now is not the time to be random. Absolutely not. Now is not the time to be hyper. No, absolutely not. <laughs> now is uh, not the time to be awesome sauce. <laughs> Um, it'll be weird adjusting going back. I also think, uh, it, Matt, you said you wanted to go to a party, but I think it'll be weird to be in a crowd again. I think there'll be like some kind of panic for me. Uh, no, yeah, like, like, like you'll, you'll have that. I mean, I'm, people will have this like lasting sense of paranoia about like their fellow human beings as this like, you know, uh, it's just we're all doing bodies and spaces right now. We're all hyper aware of bodies and spaces. And I guess that's, I want to go back to not thinking about bodies and spaces ever. Yeah, I, that would be good. Oh, well, any final thoughts, boys? <laughs> we got dark. Uh, I, yeah, no, I just... I, it was I, cathartic, I, I, I mean, I, I, would, I would like to come back to California. You know, that's what I would do. I would like to come back uh, to the West Coast and hang out with my, my California friends, take a trip, do something. But um, just to leave you on the thought that, you know, uh, America is just essentially a completely conquered and defeated people. And oh like, yeah, we we we've lost. Like we are, we are just like a. a All we colonized. know how to do is get mad at each other. Uh, at the b- most powerless people we can see, the people at our level, and just bite each other's heads off like chickens in a fucking slaughter shit shoot once again with the slaughtering shoot metaphors we could all go down uh, to, we could all go down to florida like, all the liberals are mad at people who are going back to chilies or whatever and all the conservatives are mad at all the cucks who are staying indoors and none of it has anything to do with anything but we just can't even conceive that 
there's any that anything can be done. And so the only thing that you could do is control your response to things. And so you can just get all of your political uh, energy vented by just judging other people for their bad reaction. Yeah, it's an awful time. It's it's as soon as this became extremely politicized and uh, not wearing a mask became an act of freedom. That's when this started to get really hard to uh, process the media, the, the media of this time. Yeah, you know there. Wait, uh, okay. This is kind of a this this is a, a, another thing, real quick. But did you hear about uh, how they're they're thinking about like filming shows overseas? Like, sure, why not? <laughs> shows? Oh my god, have you heard about? I mean, how surprised they haven't done islands. Just buy an island. Like or they're, something. I I literally heard that they're gonna like start filming The Big Bang Theory like in China. Oh my god. <laughs> but that, that's like something that people are talking about that's so I, I can funny. think of one I, I can think of one island that would be very good for tv and movie production that i think is currently, <laughs> currently not uh, in use everyone, they've got a lot of experience with it they're familiar with yeah, exactly. uh, all the cre- crevices and the hideouts <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see so far they haven't done a good job uh adapting so that would be the logical next step is chinese big bang, bang theory I just I want my movies and my, and my stories. I want my programs to come back. I want my I want my movies. I want my TV shows, and I want my, I want my pornographies to just come back. Oh, F- fuck this quarantine! You know, let's be brave. Be- let's get out there and let's 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 fucking suck on film together. Let's 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 laugh. Let's 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 have some movies. Be- speaking of that, just- before we leave, Will, Matt, Brandon, too. Let's get your quarantine uh, binge watching recommendations or movie recommendations. Could be a book too. I don't give a shit. Any any no, entertainment? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. Fuck a book. Oh, I've been uh, yeah. Catherine and I have been, and actually, this has been really satisfying, and it's just it's been hitting exactly right. Uh, we've been rewatching the X Files. Oh, I love it. I recently like, did like too. that. That's like that's like that's oh, yeah. that's that's been our like bingeable like TV show. Like just do like two three episodes of the X Files in one sitting. It's been landing exactly right. It is such an interesting document of like the nineties of nineties American culture. Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's very poignant in retrospect because it was like it was some of the only media of like it was like the, the, the first like big like pop cultural things like really express like at, at the moment of like looking back in the 90s is like the perfect decade where like end of history everyone thought we had figured it all out i, I think the x-files shows is that like after the cold war like the soviet union and like the specter of communism was really the only thing keeping this country honest and like in the absence of like a like a, a sort of geopolitical rival we had nothing left to do but like look at ourselves and everything we did to win the cold war and what we saw was like deeply frightening and ter- and like and, and alienating and paranoid. So like the X Files is like the perfect distillation of that like '90s paranoia of like like vague distrust of like like uh, America itself and like all these little little things that we take for granted about our everyday life is just sort of like coursing with with malevolence and paranoia. It gets a little goofy uh, in the it later very, seasons. Oh, it's very goofy. But, it's um, very goofy. Like it's, in it's terms goofy of plot, from the get-go. People coming back to life too much. But um, I'm a big fan of the Lone Gunmen. They have some. They have some yeah. great fits on those guys too. There was a few times where I was trying to find the T-shirts that the Lone Gunmen, the hackers from the show, were wearing. Yeah, to no avail. Uh, Matt, what about you? Well, you heathens can watch your pr- stories on your televisions. I actually am <laughs> reading a damned book. 
Okay. And uh, and I recommend to anyone who hasn't ever read it before. I'm rereading the, the old classic no- Moby Dick. And you know what? <laughs> it's so I'm sorry. good. It's like- <laughs> Moby Dick is an amazing book. It's very fun to read. If you've never read it because you thought it was too big or it's too old, you should read it. I don't like most 19th century literature, but it's not even like that. It's very modern and good, and you should read it. And also, yeah, and, and you may be surprised if you haven't read it before, just how funny it is. Yeah, it's very funny. Melville it's, it's is hilarious. Very, it, yeah, it's 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 very sharp. It's very funny, and it's 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 very it's a very it's funny wildly read. satirical. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's got everything you not want. It's got a big whale that is a metaphor. Who doesn't love a metaphorical whale? <laughs> Brandon, you got any? I mean, I yeah, I've I've like I've been saying that you know I'm still I'm I'm watching Sopranos for the first time. I'm on wow. season five now. Hell yeah! You Not know. exactly a rare wreck, but I've, I'll double I'm down ready, on you saying which is. I'm glad you're doing it. I I mean yeah, that is uh you know I I think like all of you guys like your cultural diet you fucking you did that years ago, and that's a that's a major tentpole. Of your like reference pool, I actually so I only like I'm, finished I'm Sopranos for the first time like a year and a half ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm re- I'm ready for Carmela to get hers. What's up? I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, Carmela to you know have have sex. Well, she ha- she fucks David Strathair, and while her and Tony are separated, or sorry, spoiler alert, I don't know if yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Oh no yet. no no, I got to them being separated, but. I'm I'm mad that she didn't fuck Furio. Yeah, yeah that, that that was that was the big like thing that could have been you know. Right. It is. But uh, yeah, she does. She she does. She does briefly fuck uh, 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 AJ's um like high school guidance counselor. <laughs> Hell yeah! If you haven't watched it, you just need to watch it. I don't know what you you're doing with your life right now. If you're not if you haven't watched The Sopranos and you're doing other things, just fucking watch the show. To the audience who have not. It's cool that it's cool that uh, we've reached the point where the plug section is just a uh, hey. You should watch The Sopranos and read Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you got any plugs? Yeah, uh, the TV show Sopranos in the book Moby. Dick. I mean, it can be useful. I've like ran out of things to do, man. I've watched all of TV. I know. I've, yeah. I mean, you and also you're lucky yeah. you haven't seen that show. I've watched TV. I I've watched all of TV. I've completed it. Oh yeah. I mean yeah uh, yeah. Prior to this, some- I was just. Prior to this, I would just like watch Euphoria and then cut it with an episode of Joe Para. Yeah, to like calm me down. <laughs> well, along the similar lines of uh, recommending things like uh, reading Moby Dick or the Bible or watching The Sopranos or The Simpsons, if you never check that out, um, I would also <laughs> just broadly recommend smoking weed because, like, if yeah, you're not good. getting high right, if you're not getting high right now, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Like, just stay the fuck away from me. That's that's all I gotta say. I've been blazing up. It's very rare. I'm trying to... Th- I don't know if I have any... Zero, zero, zero on Amazon Prime I really like. That's like a deep cut that you should check out. Um, Never... Yeah. It's like it's like um, just a very intense graphic like drug gangster show. It's like um, Sicario times 10. But it's fun, you know? It's a good Amazon Prime right, show, I'm, surprisingly. I'm with it. I'm with it. Also, uh, I watched The Leftovers finally, which is really good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we, we didn't have Felix come in. He's probably still asleep. Yep. 
Little snoozy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little Nemo in Zumberland. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> missing. It's two thirty p.m. Missing shit during quarantine is wild. Like, yep. Yes, it is. It's his <laughs> alarm clock. Wait, is there actually a problem with the alarm clock? He just no, yeah, lies. It's, you know, when, it's, he it's his alarm clock. Or flakes on things and then lies and says it's an alarm. What clock kind of alarm? Work. Who uses an alarm clock? Either way, like I'm using I'm my phone. I'm telling you, no, it's, it's not no, a real thing. It's, no, it's an alarm clock that also comes to life in his in his apartment and it, it sings and dances, but it doesn't and it do falls this asleep thing that it's too. Supposed to do. It sleeps be also. It gets a little pillow. Guest, be our guest. I can't tell <laughs> where the joke ends the and test. reality begins right now. No, there's, there's no joke here. There's no Jack. joke to be had. There's, I want to know the brand <laughs> of alarm clock he uses. We need to get him a new yeah, one. Yeah, it's called an it's called an i it's called an iPhone. Okay. Well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when he actually gets up because I'm sure I'll get the text sometime soon. <laughs> but what? what <laughs> but um, I don't know. Make okay. Make, make the text that he sends you the episode art. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just, like, man. From, from Felix. Oh, fuck, dude. My fucking alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you the phrase alarm clock will be used. Yeah. Oh, dude. I hurt my arm yesterday doing kettlebell swings and it just made me sleep weird. And um. Yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Dude. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming Damn. on. Um, thank you. A pleasure Thanks, as always. Um, Salute. It's uh, it's it's lovely to 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 see your faces and hear your voices. Yeah. I, I, I sometime soon. I uh, hopefully when this is all over, we're, we're back we're in blowing, the I'm blowing high life again. Goodbye. See, Cheers, guys. See Bye. you guys. <laughs> Bye.